everybody hi everyone yeah what brings you back to michigan right now because i know you're in atlanta so why you know why are you in michigan right now in michigan to visit family and also because i was supposed to do a gig out in chicago but that got canceled because of weather so i ended up staying here for extra week and how we're able to do this podcast yeah 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 i'm so excited that you're here it's been a minute um, so we just want to talk to you about, you know, all this cool stuff that you've been doing lately. Um, so tell the people a little bit about your background of work and just, you know, what called you to step out of your comfort zone, move from away from all of your family and friends and pursue this acting career of yours? I will have to say that um, I had to start back in 2012 when I went to school out in Michigan um, called Specs Howard for Broadcast Media of Arts, and that got me into the more of the creative aspect of of the entertainment industry, like working more stuff in the back of um, working on cameras, photography, and you know stuff like entertainment wise, and so I did that for uh, graduated after that for 2013. And I kind of jumped around on multiple projects, like independent projects and a few mainstream ones, until I got a um, <clears throat> a call from The Walking Dead to be a zombie for a full season and uh, some other parts of the show in season eight. And I also got another call to be in another movie, um, What Men Want, during the same time. And they both need me in Atlanta for like a whole year. And that was 2017. And so I moved there summer 2017 and been in Atlanta ever since. Um, but before I was really making mainstream in, in movies, I was doing work in, like, working retail, working plant jobs. And just until I got that phone call, I was, that, was, that was the moment I knew I got to change up everything and make that big leap. Yeah. That's huge, and congratulations with all of that good stuff because, you know, that's awesome. And, you know, I work at, you know, plant job right now, and with me, it's kind of like I'm trying to get away from that. I'm trying to do more creative things because when you're working in a plant situation, like, you don't really see nature. You don't really see, <laughs> you know, you don't really see anything of, um, you know, beauty of creating or, you know, the arts or anything like that. 
And I'm definitely trying to get there, like, where I can be like, you know what? Fuck this job. I'm going to go do my creative stuff. <laughs> it wasn't any, without sacrifices and um, long, long um, talks and thoughts that I had before I uh, moved out, moved out there and told my parents and to my friends and stuff, getting a little... A little tired, and I'm thinking about to move out, move, bounce out. And uh, then when the time come, it was just a shock. Even I was shocked myself. So yeah, for sure. There's always that first sleep is scariest sometimes. I know, right? And you know, sometimes you just—I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta like push through that fear and do what you need to do because you know um, something is calling you. And I think you know. Um, you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, really, and just do it anyway. <laughs> That's very true. You know, pretty much. And, um, yeah. So, let's see here. And what other creative things are you working on currently? Right now, I'm currently working on a poetry book that um, I've been working on the past few years called Poet and Massacre. And I'm trying to find a right publicist for it. And also, I'm working with some other people right now in working on a music project. Mm. So can you talk about the music project, or is that, like, classified? Not too classified. We have, um, it'll be me, a friend of mine from Detroit, another friend of mine from um, Louisiana, and one more person we're not too quite sure of yet that we're trying to put together a, a rap group. So that'll be coming around, hopefully, if I get all these people together. And we, you know, so I'll just get everybody in this booth, everybody's in different cities. So hopefully that'll come out by this year and we get everybody together. Because we got somebody else in Ohio, Michigan, Ohio, Louisiana. So all these people be linking up together to hopefully do an album together. Hell yeah. Well, will you guys please come on the podcast and talk about your music when you guys get this popping? Oh, definitely. We'll, we'll definitely have a radio show for that new uh, intro. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, we're going to have to get more microphones and stuff, and we'll be ready for you guys. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so with poetry, I actually been going to, like, a poetry workshop myself. Yeah, and I really, like, noticed that I have, like, a love for poetry, but spoken poetry, Mm -hmm. like, just saying it out loud or whatever. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm really passionate about that. I have like so many in this book that I have in my journal right now. And I'm just like, dude, I should probably publish this. So yeah, I definitely love the poetry. Um, do you have any poetry you would like to share with us that you've written yourself? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Actually, actually, I was going to have you do a, help me out with something. Okay, what are we doing? Are we freestyling right now? Oh, not, not freestyling. <laughs> I have, um, the book I have, I have 112 poems in the in the book. Uh-huh. So I was going to let you just pick out a number and okay. just randomly, I was going to just re-recite the poem. Okay, 1 through 12? One, one, 1 through 112. 1 through 112. So just pick a number and uh, wherever the poem is, hey, it's... 7. 7? Yes. All right, 7 it is. It's called Glitch. Glitch. My transmission is weak. I don't have much time before they trace me, so I'm going to be brief. 
the television has you programmed, and as you carry more about reality TV than your own reality, the radio frequencies have your brain tuned up. You're more concerned about irrelevant gossip than factual conspiracies. But don't worry, you're perfectly normal because you're under control. There was a glitch in my code. My wires short-circuited. I'm no longer under their control. You're still in the matrix, stuck in a dream, while I'm in reality fighting off the machines. This is an inconvenient direct message for the puppets that are resting upon the comfortable strings of couch reading this. Hopefully download this data that was transmitted. Glitch logging out. Hey, that's what's up. That was really cool. Um, I definitely got, um, you know, the Matrix reference and all that good stuff. And, you know, it's pretty much, you know, about um, freeing yourself from, you know, society and, you know, um, finding your own way. And I really, that was really good. I really liked it. It was really awesome. And let's see here. Do you remember anything from our childhood with us being like creative? Like I feel like we played like oh, like I feel like Maybe we a long <laughs> It was a long time ago, I know. Um but like I don't know, I feel like we always like were like, like pretending we, like yeah. yeah, just playing like make believe and house and like all outside, that shit. being outside and Shit, what did Nana used to have? We, when we was outside and everything, mostly. <laughs> I know it's getting personal now. When we was outside, mostly, we was using our imaginations, mostly. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, our generation. We mostly had that still going down before we got more into more technology-wise. Because even when we was, like, kids, that's still when the, the Game Boy came out. Mm-hmm. Still had some handheld consoles. But use our imaginations and just... Yeah, just being kids and stuff. Using our own imagination going forward. I can't remember too much. <laughs> really. I remember climbing her, her apple trees. Yeah. I remember climbing those trees, though. Yeah, at Grandma's house. Yeah, I remember that, too. I always remember we played, like, Ninja Turtles, though. Had all the toys. We had all the we had toys. Had all the toys. Yeah. We Best had, believe. When toys yeah, was we, had, we had the... Um, we had the fucking truck that showed out, shot out the pizzas. The pizzas? You don't remember that? Oh, thing? wait a minute. I know you're talking about. I'm thinking about, like, the something else. I know you're talking about the Ninja Turtle truck. Yeah, it was a Ninja Turtle truck. Like the, like the shell van? Yes. Yeah, the shell van. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember fighting over that one <laughs> all the time. But, yeah, like, so it's when. Right. So, what? were some of the things when you were younger though that you knew that you wanted to do and I'm sure they were pretty creative is it always has it always been acting has it always been poetry or was it something else when you were younger that really like you really wanted to do um I would say when I was younger I didn't have no guidance well not I'm saying that's not guidance but I didn't have no um idea really what I wanted to do when I was younger until I was like 24 that's why I started thinking about going to like the radio and film and started thinking about stuff like that but um looking back at it now I would say what influenced me most was uh I guess going to blockbuster blockbuster movies uh video stores the movies the way it was video game stores stuff like that and also you know toy stores like Toys Us before it went out of business because mm-hmm. that's what we you know had back then, and that right there kind of like 
saw how stuff was made, entertainment, what really got people in there. And also it was just fun seeing how stuff was going down. That's what kind of like laid the brickwork for for what I got right now, foundation I have right now. Yeah, that's what's up. So, movies, definitely. Um, so, what kind of, like, music really inspires you? Like, does music inspire you? Um, does it have a big impact on how you get your creative juices flowing? Let me know. How, how, how does that work for you? Music is, is, is a huge inspiration when it comes to movies and poetry for me. Like, I got to, like, listen to some beats, um, hear a song by one of my favorite artists, artists and it helps me get my process going. Um, like, um, you asked me before, um, the kind of music I listen to when I'm on set, we had to do a movie where um, it was, like, doing the 1970s, the first singer. Mm-hmm. And so all day while before I got to uh, work and everything, I was into like 1970 music, like some old school Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. um, The Temptation stuff that was during that era, and that kind of helped me get more in the mood for the the character I was going to be, and the, the whole set. Because when I went to the set, everybody there was playing the same type of old school music, so it was that whole vibe. Mm, I love that. That's awesome. I think I remember seeing that one too online. That looked like a really fun shoot that you guys did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm totally still into like, um, Motown music. Like, I don't know, like on my ride home, like I'm like always wanting to like listen to like Motown music. Yeah. It's just like a nice like thing to come down to. Um, but yeah, let's get into your questionnaire that you did for us. And, um, seeing as you didn't fill it in, I have to ask this question. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, your theme song for your life. What is the theme song for your life? I don't <laughs> really have one just yet. Uh, actually, you know what? The theme song, I don't have one for my life as of right now, but I guess one I'll have when I eventually get, get the hell out of here, you know, no, no pun intended. Um, Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. Oh, that is a banger, though. Like, that's a good, that's a good answer. Play me out with some Frank. Hell Play yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's really good. I fucking love that. Um, let's see here. And then, um, so you're not really a dancer. I asked, go to dance move. You're not, you said nope. None. None. Oh. <laughs> it, it looks like a nope, but it's a none. So why don't, so you're not a dancer, you don't like to dance? Have you ever seen me dance? You, I was, you saw me at your wedding dancing, it was horrible. I was in the oh corner. my gosh. <laughs> She's in the corner. No. no. I'm not a dancer. No. I am not a dancer at all. Listen, everybody can dance. I don't care. Like, there's no wrong way to dance. Well, there's nice not. No, you don't even need it, though. You don't. You're a great dancer, sober, drunk, whatever. But I'm just saying you should dance more because it makes you feel good. It really does. So I encourage you to dance more. Okay. And I asked you what artist changed your world um, with their music. And you said Tupac. And yeah. Every like everybody should love Tupac. Um, he definitely um, changed um, 
I don't know, rap music forever, you know? He's still coming out with shit. And it's like, <laughs> what the there. fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Tupac, are you still alive, bro? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, like, is there, like, a Tupac song that really gets you or an album that really, like, spoke to you um, or inspired you? Like, um, it would have to be... My favorite song by Tupac would be Can't See Me, and it's off his All Eyes on Me album which is probably my favorite album by him because it represents, like, when he got out of jail, all the shit he was going through, and it's like all eyes are on you. This is what this whole is what it's all about. It's all, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and his song Can't See Me is, like, him basically saying nobody, it, it, nobody, nobody can fuck with him at all in this, in this game. That's how good he is, and he's really saying it. And that's my power song. I listen to that song when... I get hyped up to like get go to the gym, get wake up in the morning. So that is probably my favorite Tupac song by him. Okay. And uh, also, sorry, um, my dad told me a long time that he, my dad listens to Tupac all the time. He, my brother listens to Tupac, and my brother's favorite album is "Me Against the World" by Tupac. But my dad told me like, a long time ago, this is the hardest nigga. <laughs> you will ever hear in your life and he told me that when I was like 8 years old you know what I'm saying my dad told me this is the hardest nigga you will ever hear so I remember that very well <laughs> that stuck with me and I'm 33 right now so that stuck with me for many years and then I'm going to read a poem that you wrote really <laughs> fast and it is so beautiful I'm going to read it right now <laughs> alright so here we go it's called uh, what game girl Minecraft my world. Grind with you grind with you all night. Play Gears of War. Alright, and cause you're a gamer too though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I mean what kind of like what kind of video games are you fucking with right now? I'm always constantly fucking Mortal Kombat. You know you if you know me on Mortal Kombat, you know I'm I'm serious about that shit. And uh <laughs> Gears of War, Red Dead Redemption, Batman games, of course. Uh, that's it. Right now, I'm also playing Call of Duty Mobile. Okay, cool. So. Well, don't be shy. Tell the people where to get at you with the Mortal Kombat. Tell them where to find you so you can battle them. Don't be shy. Tell them right now where to find you at. Find me on Xbox as Tundra the Titan. Hey, he's going to beat your ass no i'm just kidding i don't know that um i hope he i hope you know you guys you know play fair and be nice to each other because you know (laughs) be fair don't be talking shit to my cousin on the headpiece because that's not nice so don't do that but yeah we're about to wrap up this episode And my beautiful people, we have come to the end of our episode. I just want to thank you guys for sitting down and listening to us. I hope you've gotten inspired to go after your dreams, to chase whatever um, that's inside of you that's telling you to create. And my cousin, he's about to bust out a freestyle real quick. He was feeling it. I don't know if we're allowed to do this on podcasts, but it's a freestyle, so it's not like we have to worry about copyrights or anything like that. So, so, you know, my motto is like, fuck it, let's do it. So (laughs) here we go. He's about to bust out a freestyle for us. And yeah, 
Take us on home. Now tell me where you're going to find a nigga with a mind, sell his mind, with the boss, tell these motherfuckers that his game is mine. Rhymes rough and rugged, charging like Oakland Raider. The voice I project frees up who got rap next. Down and die for my comrades, I'm going to kill for my bitch. Worse from a bad nigga. And when I say bad nigga, I mean Michael Jackson Black bad nigga. Can't motherfucker tell me shit nigga. We a Def Jam Midwest nigga. Two pocket. The t- ah, fuck <laughs> Wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Can't motherfucker tell me shit, nigga. We did Def Jam in the Midwest, nigga. Christopher Wallace has best, nigga. Tupac with the red wing jersey and a bandana, nigga. The original rap man put on the hip hop holocaust. Got arrested by the hip hop police for selling dope music in the streets. On any beat, I ain't get my preach on. When the lights go off, that's when I get my freak on. I bring the pain, these other niggas bring the candy rain. You ain't so, so crazy, just stupid thing that your sweet ass lyrics can fade my hardcore poetry. Ain't no denying that I'm a product of my environment. That's what made me a bad nigga. Oh. That was good. Like, where did that come from? That just came from top of the dome? Or, like, you've been practicing that? Where did that come from? Top of the dome and a little bit in uh, improv also, improv. especially at the end of it. Just <laughs> <laughs> improv. No problem. That's very impressive to come up with that, like, on the top of your head and just do that. Like, cause I definitely want to do that. I want to rap. I wanna. I wanna spit hot rhymes like <laughs> Dylon. You know, like that, <laughs> that was dope. I like hey, no, I'm just saying. But yeah, guys, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, um, Jone. Thank you so much for sharing um, your creative path with us. Um, I wish you nothing but. Um, good fortune with your acting music your poetry um whatever you go through and just thank you for being an inspiration to somebody who's gonna listen to this because they're gonna be like hey like i want to go and do movies or i want to go act i want to do poetry and you know he started from humble beginnings and there's no reason why you know if you are listening to this and you know you're like dang i i want to do that there's no nothing holding you back from doing that um and i hope you know with this interview you got inspired to just create and live your life and i love you guys bye <laughs>